Hi, my name is Anita Foster. I'm the Library Media Specialist at Autry Middle School in Kennesaw, Georgia. Hi, I'm Ingrid Hansen. I'm the Library Media Specialist at Lindley Sixth Grade Academy in Mapleton, Georgia. Hey everyone, I'm Lori Quintana and I'm the Library Media Specialist at Griffin Middle School in Smyrna, Georgia. Welcome to Everdue, Conversations from the Library. We are so thrilled to have with us today one of my good friends, Aaron from Durham Middle School. Yes. So, Aaron Bacon, or Baker, <laughs> not Bacon. Anita eats bacon on keto. This is Aaron Baker. Anita can't have bacon. Good. So, Baker, bacon, it's all about the food right now. Yeah, it is. We're, we're, trying, we're eating lunch while we're doing this. Well, at least I'm still eating lunch. Um, but anyway, uh, Aaron Baker from Durham Middle School, Cobb County, Cobb County, library media specialist. Um, she did a, our keynote this morning and mm -hmm. talked about her program. And um, we're going to let her talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to share with her something that she said that kind of resonated with us so all right so this morning I had the opportunity to share my story of leading from the library leading from the middle and uh, the library is is literally in the middle of my building mm -hmm. so I have a lot mine of pass too. through yeah I think many and of I have us a transition do. hall too so last pass oh yeah <laughs> so that affords the opportunity to make connections with lots of people just because so many people come in and out of the building but as far as leadership goes um, I've, I really see the librarian as an extension of the administration, the admin team, because you have a, um, a window into so many different aspects of what comes together to make uh, an effective school. And um, my perspective working in the library is so very different than it was as a classroom teacher because I do see so much of how um, a school has to work together in totality to have the most impact on kids. Well, yeah, and I think that's such a great point because there really isn't anyone else in the building no. that interfaces and interacts with children and teachers well, and administration everybody. and everybody. academic coaches, and custodians, and like custodians. Yes. cafeteria I mean, workers, we, everyone. Yes. Yes. We are... We are that person within our space and our buildings. So, right. yeah, definitely a unique perspective. For sure. Uh, it will. And prior to our PD today, uh, we had this article sent out. We talked a little mm -hmm. bit about it before by Hilda Weisberg. With, it has 10 questions for you to talk about when you consider yourself as a leader from the school library. And so, uh, did you, when you were putting your presentation together, did you follow this just by chance? Is it something that was like... Well, no, I didn't have access to this. Actually, I read it for the first time last night, so I already had everything pulled together. But um, I appreciated that it, it talked specifically about that reflection piece, and mm -hmm. that's something that I just personally work on because we're seen by so many different people. Um, the way we are perceived is important to me so I, I, I really try to have a lot of reflection if if I feel like a lesson didn't go very well or an experience didn't maybe go an interaction didn't go the way that I would want it to like I want people to leave with a, a positive interaction with me whether that's a student a parent um, an administrator so having that that aspect of reflecting on experiences how can I go back and make this a better experience for all people involved or how can I look at this with um, outcome you know, I don't want to complain about it. What can I do that's solution-focused that will bring about a change that will be impactful to the people I work with? 
which was mentioned in the article, are you negative and cynical or are you positive and passionate? And so what really uh, inspired me today from your presentation was that passion and the inspiration you had sharing with us all of the things that you do from the library, but school-wide, not just in the library and everything. Right. A true instructional leader, which is what we all strive to be uh, in our positions and stuff. And so uh, I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the piece where you talked about going into the actual classroom, mm -hmm. leaving your library and actually yes. going into the classroom and being that co-teacher or instructional partner uh, with the teacher in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I have not done that. And so that that's my takeaway from your uh, presentation today is to go back and leave my library. I have such a hard time doing that because I want, you know, I just, I have it running so well i i fear that when i leave it i'm going to come yeah. back and it's going to be chaos yeah and you're in control in that space too so it's hard to relinquish that control the, the reason if i am to leave my library it's really because my library has been used for something else and there mm -hmm. may be an opportunity to come up to instruct but the library is not available and maybe i'm not leading instruction there well i'll come to you um the the going into the classroom is really awesome too because it gives you an opportunity to do really short lessons so you may come in for 10 or 15 minutes um, and then the teacher may take over from there. So you may just be the expert coming in. It could be something very simple, helping on board with an app. When uh, we started using Sora, I actually went into classrooms so then I could get to several within a class period. You know, Ms. Baker's gonna pop in and, and guide you through getting on the app and then the teacher takes over from there. So part of that is having that, being seen as a collaborative um, instructor within those CCCs so that they'll, they'll feel comfortable having you come in just for mm -hmm. a few minutes to do that. So also developing the leadership from the middle, uh, it's important for people to seek your perspective and your insights and your, your uh, specialization and everything like that. How have you developed as a leader in that aspect so that your, our teaching peers and administration are aware of all of those components that you have to bring to the table? So I read a lot. I yes. read a lot and I talked today about the professional development that I do that's truly through Facebook and email so it's very short because it's so challenging to sit down with the whole text and think I'm going to get a screenshot of that just yes. saying. <laughs> so that's a little bit of professional yeah. development every day and then the blogs that I share the podcasts I'll leave a, you know a podcast experience as I'm driving somewhere with something that I want to employ uh, I talked about the daily discipline, Brian Kite and Tim Kite has been so beneficial to me because it's a very short email like today. I read today's email um, and it was about what can you do? Are you real? Are you talking the talk or are you walking the walk? So what are you doing to show? Um, I think that's huge. Yeah, the discipline. Because yeah. you could talk right. all day about how you, you, can. You, you have this knowledge and everything, right. but people need to see us in our spaces mm -hmm. being active and making the impact with students, interacting with the students, interacting with our peers, interacting with administration, whoever it is. People that come in outside the building come into my library and have conversations with me, but they have to, they, it, it's the best thing in the world to get feedback from people who have never been in your building and mm -hmm. tell you how amazing your library is. And so, but that comes from doing, doing, doing that, the work. Yes. And they're really small things that you can do like our webinar Wednesdays, which are now all uploaded on through instructional technology. So you can take a few minutes to focus in on one of those. And then I think um, set intentions. So this year I really wanted to focus on Twitter because I wasn't active enough on Twitter. So I actually have physically on my calendar, I'm going 
gonna did I post this week? Like my expectation that I'm gonna post so many times a week. So it's that discipline piece that really helps you taking the time. Drive. That's yes. another thing in this article. Nobody has time, no. so you have to make time. Right. And I, I mean, I'm a huge advocate for sharing what you do on. I don't care which social media platform it is, but putting it out there, share what you're doing in your spaces, no matter how small you think it is, because that's how everyone is going to learn exactly what our role is as school librarians now. And so that's a huge component. Uh, I, I shouldn't have said that was my biggest takeaway. It was a big takeaway for me going in the classroom, but also I loved hearing about your teacher leader action team. Yes, yeah, I'm going to take that back to my mm -hmm. school because we talk about teacher leaders in our building, but it's not visible, mm -hmm. right? And so it sounds like yours is visible and I want I want to like get something going with that in my at my school. Absolutely. I think with a teacher leader action team, you've got again another extension of your administration and then also that idea that administration and teachers work collaboratively. Everybody's mm -hmm. a leader within the building. Yes. Everybody is yes on board with your plan and and it also helps uh, quell any negativity so so much is out of our control in our profession mm -hmm. there's always going to be a new initiative mm -hmm. always always yes <laughs> every um, week and you you just have to decide how am I going to incorporate that in the best way you know possible for kids so if there's a new initiative our teacher leader team is going to tackle that first and then find a way to present that to the rest of the faculty to get everybody on board because we cannot work as separate individuals. We have to work I love as a how unit. you talked about staying you guys stay positive. Everything is done Focus. positive. Very focused, yes. very positive. And I love that. I think that that can help with the school's culture and climate mm -hmm. tremendously. How did you start the, the team? Well, we for just going back to that idea, we have norms. So it's so easy to go down a rabbit hole of complaining. And sometimes you just have to take an opportunity to vent. But we always keep ourselves accountable. We're like, okay, so yes, that's a problem. Remember, we're solution-focused. That's one of our yes. norms that, that we come together to try to create a solution. I love it, too, because you're going to leave feeling like you've really accomplished something. So to vent doesn't feel like an accomplishment. Is There's not a plan. Is one word or two? It's an eight or two words. Okay, so we're so, use that one for the new, the one word. The action, yeah. <laughs> but I love that. We recorded that and it, it aired last week. So if you've not listened to our one word. But I love the solution focused. I love it together. But I, I thought I could squeeze it in because it's how you think. We already chose your yeah. word. I know, right? We started with an initiative from our former principal, Patricia Alford. She decided that she wanted to put it together. So she asked for people to apply. And there was an application that was very simple. It wasn't... You know, it was just seeking people who were interested in being leaders within the that. building. So that meant that there were people who, the people who were there really wanted to be there. I love that part too when you talked about the application process mm -hmm. and everything and, and them actually wanting and having the same. I say this all the time find the people who have yes. the same passion as you, that Absolutely. want to do the work, that love yeah. the change, that love to inspire others and, and whatever. And so when you can find that, it's just, it's amazing. That's when, that's when you go home at the end of the day saying, I love being yes. an educator. I love this. I love this. And I, and you'll do those late nights and Absolutely. those early mornings. Yeah. And, and these are teachers who come in early. I mean, we meet uh, an official meeting once a month. We come in before school to meet. So um, it's not something that it, we're able to embed into the day. And then we leave having an expectation of what, what mm -hmm. in our text we will have read. And um, I mean, there's work that is done. It's, it's, there's a lot of work. I mean, there's work that's done. But when we come together, it's a collaborative group and we can... 
but I want to tell you something. something. I haven't, I don't think I've ever talked about her maybe once in our podcasting, but Dr. Kolar, she's one Mm -hmm. of our assistant superintendents. Have Mm -hmm. you ever seen her speak? If you have not seen her speak, uh, you need to do so. She's amazing, full of knowledge, um, very eloquent with, um, but very honest. And I love that about her, about leadership and being a leader in our district and everything. And so when you talked about in your presentation today, about doing the work she really talks about that doing the work because you can be a great teacher in your classroom you've got great scores your kids are excelling and whatever but what are you doing school-wide to impact your school and and make change across the board that benefits everybody are you doing the late nights are you coming in early are you serving on committees Mm -hmm. you know are you being um creative and and driving initiative and everything in your building and stuff like that and so i i just really love that piece and whatever because I mean, I don't know about in your guys' building, but in our building, there's the key people that step up every time, every time, every time. And so that really sounds like the teacher leader action team right. uh, that, that would be. And so, well, our action team also also evolves and it's always an open meeting. So anybody can come. It's not like, you know, it's a, yeah, it's not like it's a group, a an elite group, group. Yes, of people right. who have, you know who are the teacher's pets. It's not, you know, yes. it's nothing like that. And then and I'm glad other you people, said that because a lot of people yeah. perceive that kind of stuff. I think way. at first we, there was a fear that that was the perception, mm-hmm. but there's always an open door policy. And then each year, of course, the group adjusts and some people leave because they have other responsibilities or that just mm-hmm. is not a right. priority for them that year. And then new people come on. Um, so you want your whole building to ultimately it's just a way to connect the people in your building, truly. Right. And I love that you, the, the library media specialist is part of that, you know what I mean? And so talk to us about how that is uh, how that is viewed within your building because I know we talk a lot about how people perceive us as being teachers even, um, but as a leader, that that's a, a bigger step in, you know, our roles and everything like that. So. I think you, well, they have to see you doing the work. So you have to be there. You have to be, you know, talking the talk and doing the walk. So um, they have to see you doing instruction. You can't say you're a teacher if you're not actually teaching. Helping also, it helps me to put the data out there, show them yes. exactly how many classes you are working with each month. Um, this year, this is modeled after something that Anita has done forever, but mm-hmm. creating an infographic with your data for the month, I'm really prioritizing that this year. Those numbers are astounding even to me to take that data and really look but, at it. But it helps us to readjust our programs and things right. like that yeah. and know to where we have to put our focus at that moment, what our mm-hmm. priorities are and everything like that too. So yeah, yeah we've I'm, always got to be looking for the next how to draw the students in because even what works this year may not next year year. and sometimes honestly in middle school because we're all middle school teachers here at this table what works today may May not not work next week amen yeah middle school is just changing all the time i mean our kids are changing this is a very different society than the ones that we were raised in and it's just always trying to stay one step ahead of them having Mm -hmm. a conversation with them too i mean you you have to be talking to kids right i hope so (laughs) yeah Yeah. that that goes with what you said that struck me it struck a chord with me you said when you were 10 years old you didn't talk to the librarian. No. It was a totally different <laughs> yeah. role. You would have I, never wanted to be a librarian. No, I wouldn't have. No, I never would have imagined that I would want to be a librarian. I mean, I, was I would in, have. I was in the library always. But it's, I, I was always. I was like, what? You I never too, talked to the school librarian? No. They, but, but honestly. But even more, they never talked to you. They did it. They, they pushed, pushed you. you. Yes. 
Yeah, they should. And I loved, and we had said this in the podcast earlier, I loved that I absolutely identify with that. I was in the library all the time, but nobody ever talked to me. No. And there was a big card catalog. I went on my way, and I never would have wanted, if you had said, Ingrid, are you going to grow up and be a librarian? No. I'd have been like, no. No. I'm no, not doing that. that. And yet so, now I love my job, what mm-hmm. we've evolved and become. As the, right. Has this profession <coughs> has been an evolution? It doesn't mean that they weren't valuable then because they were. Yeah. So that yes. focus was just different. Yes. That's a discussion that we've had privately, the three of us, um, over the last month or so. Is we've talked about how the role of the librarian has changed historically because some of us at this table want change to happen immediately. Lori. Um, <laughs> oh, I was going to say Anita. I know. I was going to say Anita, too. too. Um, okay, okay. That's another podcast. <laughs> okay. So we, we want, we do want this change to happen immediately. Gonna I'm not going psycho- to. Psychoanalysis of each other. <laughs> there we go. Um, we want the change to happen immediately, but historically, where I've, what I've stated to them privately before is historically, over the hundreds of years prior, the librarian has been the keeper of the books, the quieter of the room, um, the, the preserver of knowledge, the preserver of knowledge, and was always knowledgeable. Has always yes. had all yes. of the knowledge, but maybe other people weren't aware of that as a way. I think mm-hmm. librarians are too scared to ask. Or that yes. I love librarians. But since I've been in this role in Cobb County, the the job has shifted and changed from the keeper of the books to the quieter of the room to the actively involved in the instructional portion. We can't expect people's views of, of librarians to change overnight right. unless they see us doing this change. Right. Um, but the instruction has changed too, which is why we've evolved, evolved as well. Yes. Because correct. the quietness in the libraries was to soak up all the knowledge, yes, right? And you couldn't correct. do that if it was a loud space. Yeah, independent. But how are we getting our information now? It's more engaging. Instruction has right, changed right. as well. And so I hope that people start to view our position as school librarians that we've evolved with that in the instruction right. in the library. And, and then to that, yes. learning was very passive. Learning yes. was, when we were in school, learning was a passive. You were alone in, you know, yes. solidarity with your text. Well, there um, were little, the little cubicles. cubicles. <laughs> yes, which I tell you what, though, I lived in those cubicles I in did college. Too. I, I did, too. That I had was all my, my snacks set up my and my place. books. And my, you know. So it's just I an evolution I actually worked in the library in college one summer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We learned cool. something. Oh, how did we not know that? Did you know that, Ingrid? I did not know that. Yeah. I, my How job have you study, never talked about that? My job study normally throughout the year was the campus pastor's office, but it was closed during the summer, and I worked. Uh, I did summer school classes, and I worked during the summers in the library. Cool. That's awesome. Do you mm-hmm. know, with my library science students, I teach a library science uh, class, um, and so my students are little library minions, and they learn all things library. But I tell them all the time, these skills are going to really help you if you ever want to work in the library at the college, or at the public library in the summer, or anything or like that. Or you know what so, else? You know, Simply with people. Yes, if you with want people. To yes. Work yes. With service. people. Customer service. Yeah. So, how do you feel about the the perception of librarians from when we grew up mm-hmm. to the transition of where we're heading? Well, you said you've been at Durham for nine years. Nine How has years. that evolved in the nine years for you? Mm, I think it's evolved because I came in with just a t- with a different vision for what the library would be, which I guess I didn't really realize that it wasn't there, you know, because mm-hmm. the text that we were studying in graduate school was that this is the mm-hmm. library. This mm-hmm. is what the library is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have been able to see my growth 
over the nine years regarding collaborative instruction. And of course my space has evolved. It's in a constant evolution to adapt to the needs of the school building. But And that's I'll, good. Yes. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Right. I would hope that people would say that I am a collaborative partner, that I am a teacher. Um, but that that piece is always going to be there because the truth is unless somebody has done your job they don't mm -hmm. know what it is to do your job so all you can do is advocate share the data share the data and um, invite new people in to try new things did you did you share what your takeaway was from her presentation Ingrid um, I, I just spoke yeah my takeaway I did express that my takeaway was just um, the realization that our, our, our profession has become something so different than what it was when I was a child and what I perceived it to be. Oh yeah, that's right, okay, yes, yes, I remember. And how yeah. exciting and great it is now. Mm -hmm. It's the best it job is. in the building. Yeah, I agree. All right, well thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. If you want to see any of Erin's stuff, because she has some great things on her blog, I never update my blog, Erin um, does quite often, so if you want to go to cobblearning.net slash Durham Media Center, yes. then you can go and see her blog and all the cool things she's doing. And you can follow her on Twitter yes. at Durham LLC. Durham LLC. Also, we want your presentation from today. Sure, yes, absolutely. I'll share that. Yeah, I think, that on our I website. Think our yeah, viewer, yeah, I mean, yeah. our viewers, yes, our listeners. Our, viewers. Would, <laughs> our listeners would love to see all of the things that you're doing in your space and everything absolutely. because it's awesome. inspiring. I want to inspire all library media specialists to step up as leaders. So, thank you. I agree. I agree. Thanks. All right. Thank you, thank guys. Everyone. Thanks. Just a reminder that everything we say is our own opinions and not the opinions of our school or our district.